Hey, hey, hey. Happy Saturday. How are all my beautiful people doing out there today? I am doing well, trying to get my butt in gear. And, um, nice, fun to-do list for today and for this weekend, and I guess for the next few days as I ramp up to get ready to leave. So I'm in go, go, go mode. At any rate, it's the weekend, and I'm not telling you, you have to be in go, go, go mood. Hopefully, you're taking some time for yourself. Okay, we have, I didn't peek at our big reading, but our inspirational calendar today says, to change your life, you need to change your priorities. I know this to be true. <laughs> uh, let's let's just chat for a second about it in the context of addiction. If my priority was gambling, would I be helping people? Probably not because the gambling would have been my priority. If I was gambling, would I take care of my mental health or my physical health? Nope, probably not. If I was gambling, would I be taking care of my finances? Nope, absolutely not. So would my life change? Would it be different if I was still gambling? A hundred percent. But because I stopped gambling, I'm changing my life. My, I'm changing my priorities and life gets better. That's kind of the cool cycle of it. And that's, that's part of why I think that alcohol was kind of easy to remove from my, my universe, so to speak. Although I'm still not declaring that I'm quitting forever. But it's not a priority because all the other things I'm doing are. Because my work is. Because my routine is. Because my health is. So... If you want to change your life, change your priorities. Love that. Okay. Rita Cummings says, When I finally was able to let go, I felt I had been given a life transplant. Stick like glue stuck on you once would have been the theme song for many of us when it came to our relationships. Fearing abandonment, we latched onto our loved ones for dear life. We were possessive and jealous. Unacquainted with our resources, we had no trust in our ability to be alone. So when problems arose, we panicked. We cried, pleaded, controlled, schemed, smothered, even terrorized our loved ones for fear they would leave us. Sadly, we found that the more we manipulated and tried to control their behavior, the more they fought back, retreated, and moved away from us. Caught in a vicious cycle of control, we finally lost all control. Then we began to learn the hard way, that peace of mind and freedom are only found through letting go and letting others move toward and away from us at their own pace. Most important, we learned that we had much to learn about relationships. Our childhoods being what they were, we learned little about what it takes to make a healthy relationship. The first and most loving step in this process is to detach from the problems of others. As we learn to let go, we find a serenity that transforms our lives. Today, let me let go. Help me understand that each person needs to work through his or her own problems. This was a, this, 
This was an underlying theme of my week. I have been so trying to control my destiny, my performance, a lot of things that I thought were in my control that maybe just aren't. And I I mentally went through this exercise this week of of telling myself if you just surrender and let go and just believe what you you know you've believed all along like where is this stupid shift coming from why are you getting crazy about things that you're powerless over especially when i know better right these are these are some of the voices in my head and this definitely applies to life stuff, but also to relationships, as this reading pointed out. Of course, there's freaking really loud sirens going by. Sorry, guys. Fearing abandonment, we latched on to our loved ones for dear life. We were possessive and jealous. Unacquainted with our resources, we had no trust in our ability to be alone. I will be honest, guys. This... From a relationship standpoint, I don't connect to it as much because for me, my independence was the relationship that I wanted to have. It was like I was out to prove something to myself and to the world that I didn't need anyone. And I never really, I don't know that I hung on to other people. I actually was escaping people a lot of time. When, pro- when problems happened, we panicked. We cried, pleaded, controlled, schemed, smothered, even terrorized our loved ones for fear they would leave us. Now this I've done. I've done, I've done the crying, controlling, scheming, smothering. I'm sure I was a way more horrible person and had a lot more of these traits when I was married than I even can think of recognizing now. We found that the more we manipulated and tried to control their behavior, the more they fought back, retreated, and moved away from us. I feel like I can relate to that from the from the other person's side. Not not the person doing it, but being the person, the recipient on that. And not not from my husband, but I can see this with some of the relationships that I've had, not just romantic, but manipulating and trying to control people's behavior, that's that's part of our MO as gamblers, right? Because we want to get to what we want to get to and we want things the way we want. It all comes down to control. Caught in a vicious cycle of control, we finally lost all control. I think that is definitely relative. The first thing that popped in my head was trying to control my gambling when I was getting all those free play when I relapsed. I thought I can control the situation. I would go in and I'm going to just use their free play, turn it into real money, and then I was going to leave. Because the way it worked in Kansas City, it wasn't like you could just cash it out. You had a you had to recycle it for lack of a better word. I don't like going deep on that kind of stuff, but 
what happened after week after week of trying to do this to try to convince myself that I can take my money back, I totally lost control. And then it was too late. Then I was just totally engrossed in it. And, you know, it took took a year to get back away from it. And it can be the same way in relationships. I think of this, I think of the relationships where people stay too long. And I'm really coming to believe that we have people in our lives, and again, whether romantic or situational or friends or whatever, for certain reasons, we, we may not know what they are, but there's, it could be different conversations, it could be different learnings. One of the people that just jumped in my head as I'm saying this is my, one of my old Zumba instructors. And he was, like, I thought this guy walked on water. He was amazing, and I had access to him, and he's my age, but he just felt, he felt like a celebrity, right? And I can remember getting a little nervous initially to be in his class, and what I was thinking was, oh my God, he's going to think I'm so fat, and I can't dance, and what am I doing here? And his audience had been with him for quite a while, so here I was trying to control what he thought of me essentially right I knew I couldn't per se but I would get in my own head about this and what what he showed me his purpose and his mission was to help other people in fitness he didn't care what you look like how good you danced your personality he just didn't care about all that stuff he was just there to to serve people and I don't mean that in a you know, like wait on people's hands and foot. When I talk about serving people, I'm talking about the value system that allows you to help other people. Like being a sponsor is serving people, showing up to group and sharing and talking about the tough stuff is a, is a way to serve people. So be, be looking for that and be mindful that it can happen in different ways. But I wasn't with him like I didn't learn Zumba from him. I don't get to do Zumba with him anymore. I mean, I could do probably a little bit more than I do because he's online. But he was there at a season of my life when it was time. Now the ironic thing is he used to work he used to work at um a casino as a dealer. And we had this conversation one time and I was like, really? I can't picture you as a dealer. And what he said to me, and this freaking stuck with me because this is perspective right here. He said, well, Bobby, I'm a performer and that's all dealers are is they're performing. And I was like, whoa, like my mind was blown. I never thought of a dealer that way. Like they have to keep their game face on and they have to, you know, deal with a lot of crap. I mean, if you think about the crap that we put out. And it was just very interesting to me. And then as I was going through my, my boy stuff, um, I, was, I was comparing the guy to this mentor. Because the Zumba mentor made some really, really brave, brave, badass decisions in his life. And because he was celebrity for lack of a better word or well-known 
when you make choices in your personal life and 5,000 of your Facebook friends essentially could know about it or you're removing yourself from a career or a relationship or doing the things when so many people know who you are and have their perception of your way in life, that's freaking really hard. And I had said to him through that, like, I am so proud of you and you are so freaking brave. He was doing what what the the guy in my life didn't have the courage to do. And I think that's why I respected it so much. And I guess the I guess my circles this morning that are all over the place, and I apologize, but have to do with exploring the relationships no matter what they look like. It could be a mentor or it can be a husband or a wife or whatever. But the the underlying things, the, the consistent things are we can't control anybody but ourselves. We get put or we are we put ourselves, I guess, is the better way to put it. When we're gambling, we're in situations that are going to leave us to ending up out of control, 100%. And as you work on your recovery and work on yourself, you're going to find that controlling people and smotherizing people and lying to people, that doesn't serve you. It goes back to, you know, change your priorities, change your life, like we talked about earlier. If you want to do better, you're going to have a better life. If you want to live your life with love, you're like and shift to love instead of all the anger, resentment, all the crazy negative feelings that used to be in our bucket. You have to prioritize positivity and gratitude and love for yourself. Prioritize yourself for starters, your self-care, your self-development, your self-awareness, it's, it's just a shift. And ending it on, today let me let go. Help me understand that each person needs to work through his or her own problems. We're not going to always know, and people aren't going to always know about us what we're going through. And that's okay. That's the way the world world works. But if we treat everybody with love and compassion and kindness – and know that everybody has something, our lives will become more complete and more balanced and we will be happier letting go. It just, it just will. So that's what I got. I'm sorry. I feel like I sound scatterbrained this morning. I have uh, a bunch of things popping around in my head and I have an appointment in a couple hours that I don't feel very proud very prepared for so I don't know if that's distracting me or what but apologies if I sounded a little scattered I hope you guys have a super duper weekend and I will be back tomorrow hopefully less scattered thanks for your